Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Chicago Bulls face the Miami Heat today, uh, an opponent that we actually started our season off with a win against, and that kind of jump-started me, some other Bulls fans, into thinking maybe the Chicago Bulls team is going to fare much better than what they did last year. Wow, have things have changed since the opening of the season and with that win. We're going to preview the game tonight against the Miami Heat. We're also going to talk about the Bulls starting all-star campaigns for DeMar, Vooch, and Zach Levine. And then we're also going to talk about uh, AK and the Bulls management being down at the G League Winter Showcase and how, if the Bulls are going to make a move, those conversations may start there. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So the Bulls face the Miami Heat today. And as you guys know, with where I am currently with this Bulls team, I'm not predicting wins. I'm not predicting losses. I'm not predicting anything with this team because this team has not had a a style of play that is indicative of being able to know how they're going to come in and out of each game. And the Bulls very well could come into this game. And especially after going on a four game losing streak, have some fire to them, have some focus to them against an opponent that they have beaten at the start of the season. And they may look really good tonight against Miami. They may even walk out of tonight with a win. But what does that win really mean in the grand scheme of things? It means nothing as of right now. Yes, the Bulls do have to get a win and should aim to win every game. Nobody's saying they should throw it away or just give up and not try to win. The Bulls absolutely should come out in this game and try to assert themselves and and win this game in a clear fashion. And, and, And it would be good to see. But it's not going to go a long way into really washing the bad taste that this season has left in many Bulls fans' mouth, no matter how they win, are fair tonight against the Miami Heat. They could win. They could lose. They could do whatever. Uh, This team is really all over the place to where you can't predict a a strict style of play or performance level from any of these players. That includes Zach Levine, DeMar, and Vooch, who all, for all intents and purposes, had pretty solid nights um, in their last loss against Minnesota. If you look at the box score, but if you look at the actual way that the game was played, you know that it left much to be desired from every single player on the roster in that last game. After a loss like that in which the Bulls gave up 150 points, yeah, they should win. They should come out and and want to play better defensively. They should come out with some fire on that side of the ball. They should do all those things. That's my I noticed my lights are off. Go ahead and turn on the lights. But they should do all of those things. But the the fact of the matter is, until we see those things done for a sustained amount of time, it really doesn't matter how what they show us in one singular game. The Bulls right now still have 
three games before Christmas, right? And they have they have seven games left until the end of the year. Can the Bulls find some type of magic to end this year and go into January with maybe a little bit of a winning streak, maybe a little bit of, a, of improved play, maybe a little bit better taste in Chicago Bulls fans' mouth? There are some fans that completely doubt it. There's some Bulls fans that are holding out hope that we can still be the Boston Celtics of this year. But in this game against the Miami Heat and looking at what it really, what a win, just how little a win actually does mean, it just highlights how sad this season is for the Chicago Bulls because the Bulls can beat the Miami Heat tonight. And I would literally look at it and be like, all right, cool, what you got next for me? I, I, I really don't care. Right. And they face they have a back to back. They face against the Heat tonight. And then tomorrow they face the Atlanta Hawks and they round out the week uh, facing the New York Knicks in New York after New York came and embarrassed you on your home court two times in a row. Can the Bulls show some type of gumption in these next three games? One would hope one would hope that eventually it can come up. One would hope that eventually they can put a little win streak together. But again, like I said, until that level of play is sustained, until winning becomes something that comes more often than the lose than the losses come, it really doesn't mean very much for the Chicago Bulls, even if they do get a win tonight against the Miami Heat. Now, the Bulls come in uh, against the Miami Heat, not much on the injury report, so at least that's a good sign in the, in, uh, in the right direction. Uh, for the Miami Heat, uh, we already know Gabe Vincent's listed as out. Jordan uh, Steven is, is listed as out. Caleb Martin's day-to-day. Kyle Lowry's day-to-day. Dwayne uh, uh, Detman's day-to-day. Udonis Haslam, who's the GOAT of that. Let me stop playing. Is listed as day-to-day. But if I was the Miami Heat, I'd be looking at this Bulls team like, oh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and sit everybody let them rest. We're just playing the Bulls tonight. And that's where the Bulls season has gotten to. Even last season, right? We talked about it. Even last season, there were teams that had the matchup against the Bulls circled last season. And they got up for those games because of the way that the Bulls season started. I don't think any team's looking at the Chicago Bulls right now and saying, hey, man, listen, we got to get up. We got the Bulls in town tonight. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And that is felt throughout this fan base right now. All people feel is frustration. All people feel with this team is disappointment. And when you leave, when you have your fan base, one of the most loyal fan bases in all of the NBA Feeling in that manner, hey, listen, it, it, it should just wake you up to where the season is right now, how bad the season has been for this team. Zach Levine, I get it. You, 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 you're putting together uh, your numbers like, all right, dude, like, all right. But if you watch the games, there's nobody who's watching these games and thinking and feeling good about Zach Levine's season so far. We know you're coming back from knee surgery, and I've said it. I've told you guys this is very similar to the last time he came back from knee surgery. But listen, something got to give with this team. The honeymoon period with DeMar DeRozan for many Bulls fans, rightfully so, is over as well, right? DeMar can do all the dazzling things in the fourth quarter that he does, but we now see you have been exposed. You were terrible defensively. You slow down this team offensively at times, right? And still, with that being said, I don't even blame DeMar all the way for that because we have a head coach who allows it. We have a head coach that is, has a potential solid point forward in Patrick Williams who has shown the ability when you play things through him that he's pretty darn good at doing that and that coach has looked that player in the face and said i got nine shots for you game and go stand in the corner we got we got a young point guard combo guard everyone to look at him and io desumu that pushes the pace when he's out there on the court now he pushes the pace in a way that could very well get easier buckets for the team but you know what billy donovan looks at and says oh we need defense and three-point shooting from you. if you get to the lane you get to the lane oh you 
those couple of times you get to you get to run with the ball, you get to push the break, all those are going to come in times where you where you either get an offensive rebound or a steal. I mean, defensive rebound or a steal. We have a big man in Nikola Vucevic who, when he operates primarily as a down-low big man, is very good at that. Even his passing, he gets players open. And we have a head coach that says, all right, I see you have that skill set. I'm going to need you to go out to the perimeter some. We're going to get you some touches in the first half. In the second half, we'll see what we can do with do." with you or for you and again that's not to blame it all on billy donovan is not the the only problem here we can talk about which one we feel is the main problem all day but it doesn't matter it's a problem in a multitude of problems for this franchise right now and ak and eversley hopefully are looking at this figuring out what the hell they can do to not necessarily save the season we're past i think we're past saving it into where we can start looking at this team as a team that could possibly go in a playoff run that's over with but we can maybe salvage the season, at least get into the playoffs and then see what happens, right? I don't think even if the Bulls do turn around this season, I think with what we've seen from this team, unless we see some major, major changes, that we're not going to get to the point, even if this team does find themselves in the play-in, to think that this team can go on any type of significant playoff run. That's where I sit. Could I be right? Could I be wrong? I guess we'll see. The story will be told. And tonight against the Miami Heat, I guess if we're looking at measurables, what we want to see, I feel like a broken record here. But what we hope and what we need to see is a team that understands the urgency of saving their damn season. We need to see a team that understands the urgency of where they are right now. We need to see a team that understands the urgency of how much this season has gotten away from them. This season is in complete freefall. And some of the things, some of them are measurable by the team. The turnovers are measurable. The defense is effort. It's measurable. You somehow, in the midst of having one of the worst first-half defenses in the NBA, have found a way to have one of the best second-half defenses in the NBA. You know what that tells me? That tells me that they have the ability, but the effort is what's lacking from this team. And that is what's super frustrating about seeing your team struggle in that way when they have the ability to do these things. They've shown flashes of that ability. But it just seems like they just don't care. So we'll see what happens with the Bulls versus the Miami Heat today. But again, like I said, even if it is a win, all right, you got to win. What else you got for? That's how I feel. That's how many other Chicago Bulls fans feel as well. You guys can sound off on it down below. All right, let's move on to the next topic. The next one is the Bulls have started, and I, and I guess I understand it's a business thing. You kind of have to have started their all-star campaigns. All-star vote, voting has opened for DeMar Vooch and, and Zach Levine. And I'm going to read the blurbs that they tweeted out with these. So let's read out. This, this is funny, right? Let, let's go through the PTSD with me. Um, for, for Vooch, they said this. All-star voting. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's officially live. Vooch is one of five players in the NBA currently averaging 16 points, 10 rebounds per game on 50% shooting. Thumbs up for that, fam. You're one of five players doing that. The wins ain't coming. So shout out to you. Hopefully you get some R-Star votes in there, Vooch. Doubt it, but hopefully you do. Let's read the, the blurb for DeMar DeRozan. DeMar is the only player averaging 25 points per game to play in every game for his team so far. That's what you got. Averaging 25 points per game, and he played in every game for his team. Shout out. Thumbs up to you, Damar. You get a gold star from the sticker collection. Shout out to you, brother. All-star voting has now begun. Go and vote for Damar DeRose. The fuck? The fuck? Come on. This is what we doing? Zach Levine. Let's read the blurb for Zach Levine. Zach Levine is one of 11 players in the NBA averaging 24-4 and with 2.5 made threes a game. Yeah, but what they're not telling you is he misses 15 per game. Uh, Again, exaggerating. I'm frustrated. I'm sorry. Me? Seeing this all-star campaigns from the Chicago Bulls for Zach for these three players honestly just pissed me the hell off. I'm just being I'm just being real with you. I woke up this morning, it was the first thing that I saw, and I literally saw red, not in the way that Chicago wants me to see red. You know what? And we may, I'm in Bulls. We may get to the point again where we got a blackout. You remember last season where I refused to wear Bulls merch? I'm the king of Bulls merch. And I may, I may seriously have to cut it because this team doesn't deserve. This team doesn't deserve for me to wear them and rep them as much as I do. It just doesn't deserve it. But shout out. We got all-star campaigns for our three, big three, a big three that are currently hugely under 500 and underperforming and have a negative point differential when they're on the court together. Thumbs up. Let's get those all-star votes in for those guys. Can you feel the sarcasm in my voice when I say these things? Moving on to the third topic for today and the final topic for today. So, um, AK, Arturis Karnasova, and Mark Eversley are down at the G League Winter Showcase right now. And the reason why this is important, do I think they're going to find some mysterious G League talent that all of a sudden is going to be the next star? No, I don't think that. But the thing that, that could come of this, there are a lot of GMs, there are a lot of NBA executives all at this Winter Showcase right now. And as we know, these are where some of the conversations start. I'm not going to say that they're necessarily going to walk away from this showcase and then have a deal in place, but those conversations could be had. When GMs are all sitting around in the same place, naturally those conversations start. And you, we, and if AK and Eversley are evaluating this team in the way that we think that they may be and deals may be coming, maybe not the blow it all up, maybe not the trading every player away type deals that some Bulls fans want to see, but could the deals that you know could help both teams or, or, or the bones of those deals start those conversations here in person when you have so many execs together? Yes. Will they? I don't know how hopeful I am on the Bulls making a significant trade to change the season, but I'll tell you what, 
if they're not at least having those conversations, then they're foolish to not do so. Like I said before, I don't hate Vooch. And I do think that in a different offense with a team that has more people who move without the ball and that is not so isolation heavy, I think Nikola Vucevic definitely gets back into the 20 and 10 category as a center in the NBA. But I think when you look at the heavy isolation, the heavy um, uh, 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 possessions that Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan get, it's kind of hard as a third option to get that. But again, an expiring contract, if you're not 100% sure and locked in you're going to bring him back, you'd be foolish not to at least have conversations seeing around what you can get for that expiring deal. DeMar DeRozan, listen, I love what DeMar did for the, for the city, for the team, and just for excitement level of fans last season and being the king of the fourth. I, 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 I respect even what he does in scoring and the way that he gets his buckets at times, but even DeMar, I think DeMar... You have to listen for deals. you got so many teams right now that are in the middle of the pack area that still do have some pieces that they could be looking to move. That I think you'd be crazy not to include DeMar DeRozan, who's an expiring contract next season. And if the team does want to extend him, they can. But I look at that and say, hey, the Bulls at this point, considering where their season is, 11-18 and 18 on the season. Keep in mind, still only four games back from being the seventh seed. But with that being said, could you have conversations with the uh, these other middle-of-the-pack teams with the Miami Heat, with the Atlanta Hawks, with the Indiana Pacers? Hell, even with the Toronto Raptors, send his ass back to Toronto, let him have a homecoming to finish out his career and see what we can get back. We can get back even, even like any of those players, those long players, that they, defenders that they have down here could do wonders for the Chicago Bulls. Again, not necessarily saying the Bulls should be down there like, hey, we got to get rid of DeMar by any means necessary. You do need to listen to deals. You don't want to do a bad trade, a trade that you're not getting something of value back, right? But you need to be talking for, for some. The Portland Trailblazers, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Utah Jazz, hell, the, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Sacramento Kings. Could some of the, those middle-of-the-pack teams over in the Western Conference be interested in DeMar DeRozan? You have to have those conversations. Almost, I, I fight back against people saying everybody should be. No, if you're going, even if you're going younger to lose, you want to hold on to Ayo. You want to hold on to Patrick Williams. Hell, at that point, you may want to hold on to Kobe White, even though he's uh, due for an extension coming up soon. Definitely Dale and Terry. Marco, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know how to feel about Marco anymore. But we could be seeing, if something is going to happen, those conversations could start at this winter showcase. And then we could see the culmination of that towards the end of January, towards the beginning of February, maybe, maybe sooner than that, depending on how those talks go. So while AK and Eversley are down there scouting talent, they also need to be scouting out these other NBA executives to see what they could possibly do when they do decide to pull the trigger on a trade. Let me know what you guys think of everything down below. Um, man, I just, I really don't know. Like I've kind of, I've kind of ranked the Bulls trade assets a little bit, man. Um, it's, it's just really difficult to evaluate what this team can do in trades because the Bulls would have to pick a way. They would really have to pick a route on which, which way they're going to go. Meaning, are they going to go the route of go completely young? And I still do think either way that they go, Zach Levine is going to be part of that. I just don't see them moving Zach Levine's deal or moving off Zach, uh, at this point in time. I know some Bulls fans really want to see that, but I don't know if they're going to get that. But even with that said, this Bulls team. Looking at the trade assets they have, Lonzo, you can't move Lonzo. If you, if you guys are in these comments and you say, hey, uh, uh, why don't you move Lonzo Ball? You're missing the point. You can't move a player who's been out of basketball a year. You're not going to get much for it. But DeMar DeRozan, definitely a trade asset. Um, I think he may be the biggest one next to Vucci, who's an expiring contract. 
If they do decide to move on from Zach Levine, again, not that I think it's lightly, not that I'm calling for, but if they did, what could you get with with him? The fact is, is that if the Zach Levine piece of it, if they do decide to move on from Zach, let's just say that they do, a team that is interested in Zach, a team that they, they're a they're getting him under contract for a long time, which could be a positive or a negative depending on the team and how they view Zach Levine. How do they view his him coming back from injury? Do they view this as something that is just going to take time for him to work himself back into being the Zach that we're used to, or do they see this as maybe Zach is permanently damaged by this? I think Alice Caruso, as much as I hate to see it as well, could be a trade asset for the Chicago Bulls. Matter of fact, I think that he could be a bigger one than we expect, especially if you're looking at a team that is on the borderline of competing and you bring in Alice Caruso and what he is defensively, it could possibly be. Would that be, bring a deficit to the point guard position? Absolutely. But again, it depends on the route that the Chicago Bulls decide to go. Kobe White could also be one, but again, not necessarily one. And then I think that, that Portland first-round pick is definitely a big trade asset. And I'm going to throw in a surprise there too, much like I said with Alice Caruso. I think when you look at Javante Green, now the, the thing that hurts Javante's contract isn't much, and he's up for an extension at the end of the year. But I do think that if you're looking at trading with some of these competing teams, maybe getting their first-round picks, maybe getting future first, that Javante and his energy, his defense, his athleticism, you look at a team, for example, like the Golden State Warriors, who are missing some of that. He, again, I don't think Javante's the one-on-one defender that Gary Payton the second was, but they could be looking at maybe bringing in Javante and how he fits on that team. So, again, that's just speculation, speculative on my part. So that's how I feel on that. But the Bulls have some trade assets that other teams would be interested in. It's just the Bulls would have to commit then to not hoarding these assets and commit on a direction for the team. And I do think as well, it's a building block type thing. If the Bulls, for example, the Bulls were to make it and one of their first moves was moving Alice Caruso or moving Javante Green. I think that's a precursor to another bigger deal, because then at that point, that kind of shows you the direction they may be going in. Then you may see DeMar, you may see Vooch be moved. So right now, everything's open. I still think it's unlikely that we see some major, major trades for the Bulls. But anything could and should possibly be on the table for this team as they're looking to salvage and possibly, depending on the level of deal, save their season. Let me know what you guys think on everything down below. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, especially on game day. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red. And peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.